It's Lou Dobbs Sunday. Good afternoon, my friends. Great to have you with us. Another uh, Lou Dobbs Sunday. I can't wait to start the conversation. Well, I guess I've started it, but we're going to continue it. Uh, You and I, uh, as we take up the great events of our time or just our, our views or emotions of the moment. Uh, we can take it all up here on the great Lou Dobbs Sunday show. And you uh, are, are the greatest uh, listeners uh, in the country. We appreciate you being with us on Red Apple Networks. Our call-in number is, are you ready, sports fans? I just threw that out there, sports fans. Everybody else, too. 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222, and thank you so much for being with us. We're going to have, a, we've got a lot to talk about as usual. Have you noticed there is never a Sunday that goes by, a week that goes by, that there isn't a lot to talk about? This is a, t- you know, they talk about destabilizing societies. Uh, it's a it's a programmatic approach to uh, to undoing nations and cultures uh, and even great constitutional republics like ours. And it doesn't matter whether they're communist or fascist or whatever they may be. The reality is destabilization is is a strategy uh, for those who would like to upend this great country of ours. And by the way, they are doing quite a job of destabilizing uh, this country. That's right. I'm talking about a a fifth column. Uh, you know, one of the things that people kind of tend to think about uh, in times like this, I mean, these are troubling times for truth. They're troubling times for all of us who love this country. But the, these are marvelous times for the Marxists, uh, terrible times for, say, the folks who inhabit the Biden administration, the Biden regime, uh, the Marxist Dems on Capitol Hill. Everyone is playing their game. You notice, and sometimes you'll notice on this show, the guests that we bring in, the people we talk with, they'll talk about progressives, they'll talk about liberals, they'll talk about Democrats, but they won't talk about who they really are. And it's really interesting because even even Hitler, even Stalin, uh, even the, the emperor of Japan, uh, in World War II, they knew what they were. Mussolini in Italy, he knew what he was. They knew they were all totalitarians. There was no uh, burnishing it. There was no uh, covering it up. There was no uh, game playing. Oh, call us, please, uh, you know, uh, rigidly, uh, you know, uh, uh, right. No, you're, you're a totalitarian, uh, and you're a fascist. Uh, or if you're on the left... You're a totalitarian, and by the way, that turned out to be in the case of Stalin and Lenin uh, and uh, Mao. It turns out they are communist. It's okay. Name it. You got it. You're proud of it. You killed hundreds of millions of people between those uh, uh, between Mao and Stalin. Uh, I, I mean, you're really talking about an amazing period of time, World War II. But people forget something, that France... The war lasted two months for France. Do you know that? After all of the, everything else, everybody talks about the war. In France, it was over, I think it was six weeks, actually. Six weeks. Six weeks. And people were starting to get an idea. When when France fell like that, they understood that there were people within working against them. 
And they were called the fifth column. Uh, They were called what they were, a fifth column, and they were collaborators uh, working with the Nazis. What we have right now in this country is a fifth column. It's made up of lots of people. It's made up of, well, some of the most, uh, are, are, you know, in some cases, uh, some of our most popular uh, celebrities, uh, popular uh, politicians, uh, sports athletes, you know, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, it's because they are aligned with the concept of a one world government. They're aligned with a Marxist philosophy. They are aligned with one another, not just within this country where they work and they dominate uh, our government employees. They dominate our politics. They dominate our educational institutions, whether we're talking about our public schools, which is all the more a crime, because our public schools used to be the great equalizer in American society. All the rest of it, by the way, as far as I'm concerned, is pure bunkum. Uh, These programs that just throws money at things, that's one thing. Education truly is the equalizer in this great society. And uh, it's it's going to be, uh, without question, uh, uh, you know, a battle right now for the future of our children because the public education has turned into something uh, that is repugnant. It's grotesque uh, when we're talking about our, our children, uh, minor children uh, being groomed by teachers and, uh, <laughs> and so-called counselors in our public school systems. Uh, it's outrageous. And they can take a child away from a family, a loving family, uh, because they don't want them to know that the child has expressed some confusion about their gender. And do you know what's really sick, folks? Because we are a sick society. We're not only destabilized, we're a sick society. When there's a question in the minds of many as to whether or not a man and a woman can have a baby. I I mean, that gets pretty complicated, doesn't it? Think about it. We're grown, for most of us, I think it's fair to say, are grown, grown folks with our own minds and our, we, our own life experiences, education to whatever degree. Uh, and we know what common sense is and what judgment is. And we are listening to fools in the national media. We're listening to politicians, these idiot Marxists, talking about the, the most monstrous of, <laughs> of ambiguities and ambivalence. They're talking about some sex beyond Man and woman, male and female. There is not one piece of biological evidence uh, to support what they're doing uh, as they uh, they absolutely uh, are are carving up young people uh, in the most barbaric of ways. And guess what? Think of the people who are silent in our society. The people who are silent in our society are the American Bar Association. They're, they're dominated again by Marxist stems, so they have nothing to say about injustice. They have nothing to say about totalitarian, authoritarian uh, courts that are activists trying to destroy the Constitution. They're not trying to just, uh, just uh, put their... I love this comment sometimes in popular media, mass media. Oh, they're just putting their fingers on the scale of justice. Maybe they just have, you know, they just want a level playing field until we can tilt it the way we want. I mean, it's all nonsense. 
And it's sickening to me to watch uh, to watch what happened to just the science. Where is the science? What happened to all those followers of science? I, I love the abortion uh, right to life battle in this country, the conflict. Everybody knows, no matter what, the science says about life. Life begins at conception. Life is sparked and it is underway at conception. You can argue about all the rest, but that is a reality you have to contend with. And we, we hide from it. We don't want to talk about it. You know, think about the Supreme Court decision, the so-called Dobbs decision. And I thank you for giving me some responsibility for that, uh, even though it's undeserved, of course. Uh, the reality is they just simply push the issue back to where it belongs, the states. And the left completely tortured that idea and said it's the Supreme Court ruling against abortion. And it's not true. They ruled against the federal government making a decision for states. And in this constitutional republic, states have rights, and that is among the issues that is rightfully theirs. Uh, so it, it's just amazing to me the way we have allowed the propagandists of the Biden regime, the Marxist Dems. And, oh, yes, by the way, since we're talking about the Biden regime, as we talk today, and again, the number is, uh, is it's eight four it's 800 848 9222 800 848 here at the Red Apple Networks on the Lou Dobbs Sunday Show. We're talking about a society that is utterly confused. Uh, it's This regime lies through its teeth about everything. They don't speak truth at all. Uh, <laughs> my favorite is this, this moron, Mayorkas. Moron and Mayorkas. Mayorkas, it sort of goes together if you don't kick the word. Uh, a little alliteration, because he is a, he is a vicious, mendacious, uh, absolutely uh, abhorrent individual. He lies to the American people. He lies to the American Congress. And right now, as he's being impeached for not doing his duty to protect the nation, to protect American citizens, and to stop illegal immigration, and to secure the border, and stop killing 100,000 of our citizens every day with the fentanyl that's imported from the Mexican drug cartels and, and of course, the triad uh, and the uh, Communist Chinese Party, or if you prefer, the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, it's all part of a piece. They're attacking America with weapons of mass destruction, and we have people with their jaws slack, breathing through their teeth, uh, and uh, pretending everything is just hunky, hunky, Dory. Well, it's not. And that's our the subject of our conversation today. Again, the number 800-848-9222. I see the phone lines are lit up and we're going to have a heck of a talk today. We'll be right back with Lou Dobbs Sunday. Lou Dobbs Sunday. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. 
With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC. It's Lou Dobbs Sunday. And it's that time again when I have to implore you, we're crunched for time today. We're going to be talking with the inimitable uh, Cindy Adams, uh, the uh, uh, the Madam Adams, uh, right here, uh, just uh, coming up uh, in the next half hour. I want to share with you a quote uh, that I was thinking about because this country is going soft. We're destabilized, as I said. We're in we're in a deep division. Uh, but here's here's the saying: uh, Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. And so it goes. Cycle of history. Um, let's go to the cycle of phones and this particular conversation on Lou Dobbs Sunday. And we are grateful to have Nathan in the Bronx with us. Welcome and uh, as quickly as we can, Nathan. Okay, uh, very briefly, Mr. Dobbs. Uh, I, I called about immigration, uh, but to back to your right. comments with regards, but back to your comments with regard to the subversion, and there's no other way to put it, subversion of our educational system and the Marxist sure. cultural Marxist indoctrination of our children. It all starts with the mass media. They set the tone for the indoctrination in the schools and with regard to for, uh, policy domestic and foreign set by our government. And there's a mm-hmm. very concise, there's a very concise, succinct uh, documentary report on the mass media corporations. There's only about six of them that really matter. Um, right. And again, their Marxist, their Marxist agenda, I wanted to share it with you. It's called Who Rules America? And it's published by National Vanguard Books. You can find a copy on Amazon okay. or any other bookseller. Uh, and again, it, it details the corporations, the Disney's, the Viacom's, et cetera. Yeah, Who Rules America okay. by National Vanguard Books, and it details the corporations. Right, I'll check it. Uh, you have the CEOs, I, et cetera, I appreciate and the agenda. Great. I appreciate the thought, and uh, I'll check it out. Nathan, thanks so much there in the Bronx. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're looking at uh, this propaganda issue, and you mentioned the media. Uh, the media is nothing more than a tool of the propagandist. Uh, the media gives force to the propaganda, to the lies, the misinformation, the disinformation, and, yes, covers up for the lack of information emanating from government, uh, from the the power structure, in our case, the oligarchs who run this country, uh, despite the fact that we pretend that billionaires aren't oligarchs. We pretend that oligarchs have uh, the maximum, maximum uh, degree of concern and uh, uh, care about uh, our people uh, and this nation. Many of them are globalist and actually think of us as just another landing spot uh, for their 70 to $100 million uh, uh, aircraft, uh, no matter where they're going to to, to do their business. Uh, so let's, uh, let's go to Al in Staten Island. Good to have you with us, Al. Real quick, if you will. Real quick. Uh, unfortunately, it's on our negative. Where is the AOCs and the rest of these idiots Denouncing what happened to those cops, and it was a religious organization, Lou, that helped them get away on the fly-by-night bus. 
I had to go to Patterson, New Jersey, American Marine veteran, in a wheelchair to get a voucher for used clothes for American veterans and the thug. And I want to end it on a, on a, on a happy note. Dr. Esposito, Dr. Powell, Richmond Valley Animal Practice, 51 years they're there. They're the, uh, the best care. And let's not forget, info at borsofwar.org. They need donations. They help American veterans and their animals. And you help us, Lou. We love you. God bless. Lou, you're the best. Well, thank you, and God bless you. And by the way, if, if, we don't get a fo- if we don't get focus on our veterans right now, the number of homeless veterans in this country is being overrun. And under this idiot, uh, Joe Biden, who is turning over a veterans' care, uh, to uh, to take care of illegal immigrants. It's a monstrous, a monstrous act, uh, another one in a long series of them by this Marxist dim puppet uh, we call Joe Biden. Thanks much for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, George in Rockland, you're on Lou Dobbs Sunday. Welcome. Well, thank you for taking my call. So a quick question, okay. Uh, uh, do you feel... Uh that we are heading for a, a big correction. It seems like the economy is like a balloon which fills with uh, hot air and some little prick and <laughs> the whole thing will explode. And uh, i like to mention uh, that uh, information regarding peril is not really as accurate as information about household. And I was wondering if you could elaborate about it, if you may. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer the first question that you're talking about, and that is the cycle in markets. Are we due for a correction? We will always be due for corrections, and we'll always be due for rallies, uh, without question. Uh, and particularly right now, just think of a, a few things. We've got almost $10 trillion on the sidelines right now waiting for investment for the bond market, uh, for uh, the commodities markets, uh, for the equities market. Uh, that is an amount of uh, money in the hands of investors that is uh, all but unparalleled. Uh, it, in fact, may be unprecedented. I'm not sure going back a ways uh, we might have seen something like that uh, build up. But uh, as far as I know, it's it's the largest amount in history, and that's going to be pressure to the upside. There are going to be, of course, pressures to the downside, and that's what makes markets uh, a contest between up and down. Uh, and uh, in my judgment, that correction is is not uh, in the near future. Uh, we're looking at right now some positive earnings reports, and uh, prospects seem, well, brighter. George, thanks so much for the question. We're coming right back. Lou Dobbs Sunday with Cindy Adams. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Lou Dobbs Sunday is on the air. And our special guest is none other than the great Cindy Adams, she is the queen of dish in New York and, indeed, America. She is uh, our uh, our favorite celebrity of all of the celebrities she covers. I don't think there's a one of them that can uh, get close to her. 
uh, in the constellation of uh, great stars. And I want to tell you, a great friend and a very great American, Cindy Adams. Welcome. And now here we are, Cindy Adams, as promised, and it's great to have you with us, Cindy. Uh, it just and I had such a good time on your show. Uh, you're such a such a talent and such a, a such a hoot, as we say in Texas. Okay, you're absolutely right. So go on. And so let's begin with, you know, that we keep talking about what's wrong with this country. But I want to get your perspective on some things that usually I I paid only scant attention to, and that is. You know, Hollywood, uh, all of the big gossip, uh, all of the breaking stories about the personalities that, you know, that are energizing this country and certainly New York City uh, and Hollywood. Uh, Give me a sense of what you think has changed over the course of the last 10, 20 years. Almost everything has changed. It could be that I've changed, that I've gotten older, so I don't appreciate some of the new things. But all of our movies, everyone is getting stabbed, killed, beaten, poisoned, smashed. There's always that. The storyline is is small, but the killing and the blood is large. So one of the things that I do not appreciate are the movies as a result. That includes also what's on TV. They're all cops and robbers, the shows. And when you ask somebody what they're watching, it's a cops and robbers show. That's just showing how much evil is going on in our lives. And, you know, to to extend that just a bit, we, my wife and I, we look at the ratings, uh, the program television and movie ratings, uh, you know, uh, mature audiences are, you know, we really don't see a lot of difference between uh, PG-14 and mature audiences only. I, I mean, it doesn't make any difference what the age is, what the circumstances are, the, the situation, uh, whether it's comedy or whether it is, as you say, a shoot 'em up a murder mystery, whatever it might be. I, I mean, it's, it's rank uh, with just really, I think, uh, I used to say it was soft, softcore porn. I mean, a lot of it is pornographic. I'm not sure I understand why. I understand that our country is gone into the toilet. I understand what's happening in New York, the city that I love and adore, but I don't understand what is happening to the entertainment visions. Everything, everything is violent. Everything is vile. The F word is everywhere. It's in newspapers, magazines. What is happening? Is there to be no more decency in our lives? Have the progressives made us that low down? Well, I, I think the answer is yes, and I agree with you. And you use the, I th- what I think is the salient word right now to describe where this country is, uh, whether it's our politics, our, our media, whether it's entertainment. Uh, there is such an absence of decency uh, as a hallmark for uh, our, our society's behavior uh, and interaction. Uh, it, it is a, a word you... You wouldn't apply to almost any part of it right now because there is such vulgarity. And by the way, I am no prude, just to be very clear, folks. Uh, But, I mean, I think about our children. I think about, you know, little kids watching this stuff because they are, no matter what anybody says, watching it. Uh, And a family. What happened to family entertainment on on television or in the movies? It's very hard to find anything that approaches decency 
uh, and a love of life and love of country and love of neighbors and uh, our society. Everybody is sort of uh, hunkered down and uh, on defense, uh, but meanwhile being as offensive as they possibly can be. It's even on Broadway. When you take somebody into Broadway, they used to come in in elegant blue suits and women in lovely clothes with lovely handbags. Now they come in with backpacks. Now they come in with schlumpy-looking things, and there are people naked on stage. I really don't understand what has happened. I remember once when Princess Diana came to to America. She was the queen of something, the queen of uh, of of a, of a ballet or something, and there was a special John that was delegated just for Princess Diana. Now it's you go in. If you go into a toilet, it could be a man, it could be a a, a lady, it could be an ape, it could be anything. <laughs> even that, even even peeing is not elegant anymore. I don't understand it, but you're smarter than I. At least I'm supposed to say that it's on your show. So yeah, you're right. supposedly smarter than I. You tell me why. Well, you know, you're you're making. Uh, you know, I I was talking. I was just thinking about what you were talking about there. Uh, elegant peeing uh, is uh, probably a standard that we should have, uh, and uh, and there should be some rules about the company in which you do pee. Uh, whether it's on uh, Broadway or a gas station on Highway 66. Uh, but we're at a different place. And uh, to your point, a, a recent study came out from Gallup, uh, which, and this is sort of interesting because we're talking about uh, transgender uh, affirmation, surgery, mutilation, yeah, yeah. whatever. And in my opinion, it's mutilation uh, and it's mental illness. But I have no public hearing in the United States Congress to back that up. I don't have one in the U.S. Senate. The, the American Medical Association has no no uh, standing on this whatsoever. They just simply turn their eyes and backs to to what is happening. Uh, doctors are, are, are mutilating our, our minor children in many cases. But so the question became, and, and, and you think about, what is in front of Congress? This is the most, I think, one of the very most important issues right now before America. Transgenderism, the LGBTQ, and the letters go on. Uh, those, this is a, should be a public, a matter of great public discourse. It isn't. But I just, by comparison, and where we are when we think this is just getting away from us in our society, Gallup, in its survey in 2016, found 4.1% of the population identifying as LGBT, etc. Now, that was seven years ago. And now that number amongst uh, Americans uh, in, the, uh, in the 18 to 25-year group, the Generation Z, a full 28% are identifying as LGBT, uh, or or something else is the way the the question was answered uh, and asked. So I mean it's I it's in seven years it's seven times as prevalent in our how about, society. How about how about the schools? Let me tell you what, with the difficulty with the schools. First of all, every professor is a left winger, and I want to tell this. I'm not I'm not proud of it, and I don't love it. But I had a ninety nine point five percent average in 
high school. I graduated. I was going to graduate at the age of 13 because my IQ was high. They would not let me graduate, and they wouldn't give me a diploma because I couldn't sew. I couldn't sew my graduation dress. So I'm living proof that without these lousy, stinking universities that are teaching us to hate everyone, nothing can happen to you in your life if you haven't had a college degree. And you're exactly right. But we all know that the inverse is true, don't we? Uh, We're watching Harvard University, uh, finally the corporation that runs the $50 billion endowment and the school, I finally had to accede to the outrage, the anti-Semitism of the of the almost the entire university, uh, certainly the president, and she had to resign. Well, had to resign. She's still making a million dollars a year, and now she's, uh, I believe, it's over at the law school. Uh, and the then the the head of diversity comes out. It turns out she she's a plagiarist too, just like the the president of the university. Only she stole stole the scholarship of her husband for crying out loud. It's a it's a tawdry bunch there at Harvard University, arguably the the so-called finest uh, university in the country. Okay, I don't think there's anything that makes me happy these days. I don't like cannabis being sold on the streets. I my I have a friend called Sue Simmons back in the old days. Right. She was an anchor lady on. Sure. And a Local NBC, and I was on Live at 5, the TV show with her, for 20 years. So she invited me over to her home one day, and she closed the door. And I said, okay, well, why is the door closed? She says, well, because I'm not really not supposed to be smoking this marijuana. And the little dog, her little Yorkie was there, and the dog fell over. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he fell over. From all of the cannabis and the smelling. And I thought, what the hell is this? The dog fell over. So how are we supposed to survive? Did, did, you, did you stand up right through it all? Uh, I nearly said... fell over myself because I didn't know what the hell was going on. But it's everywhere. It's endemic to the, the system. Every single part of the system has gone to hell. I can't think of anything right now that's aspirational, that's uplifting, uh, that is positive. Uh, throughout our society, I, and, and I think part of it goes to to the politics of, the, of, of this country and the Marxist Dems. You talked about the Marxists, uh, and uh, they are what they are. These are not progressives, these, uh, these old Democrats. Uh, they're not liberals. These are Marxists. Uh, Joe Biden today just simply ordering supermarkets to lower their prices because he thinks the prices are too high. I mean, who is he? What does he think he is? Does he know where he is? Uh, it, and it's just, you know, and, and he's telling people to not pay attention to those Supreme Court rulings that are adverse to his thinking. We, we just go from one, we lurch from one absurdity and uh, and uh, offense uh, to and insult uh, to the other. And I worry about the kids, Cindy. I mean, they're, they're watching their society telling them, for the most part, that they're either racist or they're stupid or they're the wrong color or the, uh, I, I mean, we're talking about a society that is entitling uh, the least meritorious of our students. No one cares about the SATs, the ACT, your grade point average. You go to school because, and you get in or you don't, uh, on the color of your skin or your, or your ethnicity. Good Lord, I mean, what have we come to? And I believe, uh, and I think you do as well, that 
the body politic uh, is led by the, the example of our politicians, and they are a, a loathsome bunch. Uh, with one shining example, as far as I'm concerned, in terms of presidential politics, his name's Donald Trump. You've known him forever. Uh, give us a sense of what you think the uh, his uh, his potential is in this election year. Will he save the republic? Well, you have to start with the imbecile we have in Washington at the moment. <laughs> a total, complete imbecile. He doesn't know where he is. He has no idea. He reads stuff off the prompter. He can't see it. He doesn't even know he's president. So obviously we have to get rid of him. And he is even better than Kamala, about whom nobody should speak. So we can't get them. This is the greatest effing country in the whole world. The United States of America. We are it. We are the greatest. And we have an idiot who can't walk or can't speak as president of the United States. So do I want him? No. I want him out of there. I want him in Delaware, where you can learn an awful lot if you go, because I've been in Delaware. That's number one. Number two, Nikki, you should excuse the expression, she is very devoted to Nikki. She ain't going no place. And I'm in involved in helping her going absolutely no place. So that's it. That took care of her. That means we have only left the most wonderful possibility of of Donald. Donald is able. He has his quirks. Hey, we all have quirks. You probably have them too. And he's very, very smart. When my husband passed away, he took me up in his plane I really guess I shouldn't be saying this because maybe it's illegal, but he took me up in his plane and we sprinkled Joey all over the state of New York. He cared about me that much. He came in and he brought his people with him, his staff, to secure my apartment so that I couldn't have any anything, any insecurity. Nobody could break into me. He did a lot for me. He cares and he knows how to do it. Yes, it's Donald. Does he have a personality that's difficult? Yeah, but so have I. <laughs> you don't. You don't. I have. No, even I have uh, just a few flaws, and uh, it can be occasionally objectionable. I understand that. Uh, Cindy, you've been great to talk with me, and I appreciate it, and I look forward to seeing you very, very soon. We love you, and thanks so much for being such a great talent and a great, great American. Thank you. I look forward to dinner, especially if you pick up the check. Thank you, honey. Done deal. Okay. Bye. We'll be right back. This is Lou Dobbs Sunday. It's Lou Dobbs Sunday. Don't we all feel better hearing that, Lou Dobbs Sunday? Let's get to the phones very quickly, and uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Pete in New Jersey. Pete, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lou. Lou, um, I believe firmly that if Trump was president now, there would be no Hamas in um, uh, Gaza, and there would be no fighting there. There would be no war, and. 
um, I believe that many Jewish people vote Democrat and some are anti-Trumpers. But yeah. yet I see a lot of commercials saying support Israel. I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah I, I have to say you're exactly right. If Trump had been president, this wouldn't be happening. First of all, he would not be so ignorant as to say to Israel in the in, in the aftermath, and I'm talking about within days of the October 7th uh, massacre of Israelis, to, to start talking about two-state solutions. First of all, a two-state solution is a dead idea. No one in their right minds would ask Israel to abide with a two-state solution. They are living, every day is existential for the Israelis. I mean, it truly is. And particularly with an administration like this, uh, when you never know which way they're going to fall in terms of supporting uh, Israel. Uh, the ignorance of this administration is palpable. And I have to say the Israeli people, in my opinion, they should say, thank God, uh, that Benjamin Netanyahu is their leader. Uh, Netanyahu, Bibi, uh, is a man for this time, and I don't think any other Israeli could lead Israel at this moment. Uh, if Trump and uh, Netanyahu were together, uh, this uh, this would be, I think, uh, over much sooner, and it would be more emphatic. Uh, and I think it's a it's a disgrace to this to, to this administration that it is uh, slowing the apparently uh, the flow of arms and munitions uh, to the Israelis. Uh, I think hell ought to be uh, raised about it uh, by by Capitol Hill and how any American Jew can vote for a Democrat, a Marxist. Uh, is it, uh, it's, just, it's disgusting to me. Uh, Pete, thanks for the question. Uh, let's go to Norman in Brooklyn. Norman, you're on the Low Dive Sunday Show. Hi, Lou. Um, just quickly answer to your last caller. Um, I'm uh, I'm a uh, Jew. I am a conservative. I am a January 6th veteran. I have been a conservative and a Republican uh, my entire voting career. So just to let you know, there's plenty of us out there. Right. Um, Hallelujah. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, the last three, four years have been a nightmare. Uh, what these uh, globalists slash Marxists—I don't know—I uh, try to de- try to break it down uh, what the differences are, but I don't see much. Um, anyway, uh, it's just been a nightmare. Uh, yes, there is only one path, as Cindy Adams said, out of this, at least in the U.S., and that is Donald Trump. And uh, God willing, we'll see him return to office in twenty-four. Amen. In, uh, November. And, 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 and you know, it, it's Norman, it's it's not an exaggeration to say this is an existential moment for the United States. We have to first pray that we get to the election day and then we have to certainly uh, have to pray that it is uh, Donald Trump who is reelected and becomes the 47th president because he is the only one with the capacity, the character, the strength. Uh, and the and the love of this great country, uh, and yes, all of us, all of us Americans, uh, to stand up for us and to make certain that our borders are borders, uh, and that they are not being violated. Our sovereignty is not being impinged upon, uh, and that this administration uh, ends as quickly as it can possibly be ended, and we can move on with our with our destiny for our for future generations of Americans. Thanks for the call. Let's go to let's go to Jude. Good to have you with us. We've got just a couple of couple of quick uh, moments. Hi, hi, Lou. Uh, this is Judith. <laughs> Judith, I'm okay. sorry. They, yeah. They, okay. That's so that's real fast. My, okay, my real fault. Fast. 
Uh, no, not at all. Um, this morning, I just want to say this morning that John Cassimatidis and Roger Stone were shocked that Nikki Haley agreed with the decision on that Eugene Carroll nut job case that uh, yeah. where she couldn't say where, when, what, nothing, and they didn't let him defend himself or whatever. But the common denominator here is the huge Democrat high roller, I don't know his name, he financed Carroll's entire sham of a case. Plus, Reed Hoffman. he's financing Nikki Haley. Yeah, he's financing Nikki Haley, so Nikki Haley's bought off by a Democrat donor. Yeah, all, all of you LinkedIn folks out there, Reed Hoffman says thank you, and he is the guy behind all of that. Uh, and what is more shameful? Here we go with the, uh, another uh, upcoming primary in South Carolina, and guess what? They're going to be asking all of those Democrats to cross over and vote Republican, and for none other than Nikki Haley, who is 30 points behind President Trump right now. Thanks, everybody, for being with us here on Lou Dobbs Sunday.